Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle. I'm so excited. Wednesday. It feels like a Tuesday because I don't know. I didn't work Monday. Maybe some of you did, but I didn't. (laughs) I needed a day of rest. So I took it. I took the day of rest. So I hope some of you did. But for me, it does not feel like middle week, middle of the week. I need an extra day. So um, welcome to Agent Power Huddle. I'm so excited. I hope you're catching all of these amazing APHs that are happening every day, Monday through Friday. I hope you're catching um, them. And if you're not, I hope you're catching the recordings, right? Um, get in there. I love to listen to these when I can't watch live on uh, YouTube or on my podcast um, apps. So on my phone, so get on there and um, find them and check them out and listen to them. So um, that is, that's my plug for Agent Power Huddle. We have so many talented people every day. So I'm so excited. I take full advantage of it. I hope you do too. And for those of you that have teams or just friends that are agents that could use some help, get them on here, right? This is open to everybody. So get them on here to listen to everything. This week, uh, Amy Izzo, if you don't know me and you're just joining for me for the first time, Amy Izzo, um, I am an agent in the Midwest. I'm a team leader. I'm a coach. Um, I'm a lot of things. I'm a hot mess sometimes, but (laughs) I sell a lot of houses and that's what we care about on Agent Power Huddle, how to help you sell more houses. So I sell a lot of houses and I'm always learning. I don't know everything, but I know a couple of things. So I'm just here on Wednesdays to share a little bit of what I know. I'm spilling the real estate tea for all of you and telling you a little bit about what I know and learning from all of you along the way too. So this is week two. Uh, last week, we started um, what I didn't know is going to be a series <laughs> of call scripting, right? So um, we talked last week about how we love to make cold calls. Not really, but maybe some of you do, but most of us go, ooh. Amy, I do not like to make cold calls. And, you know, my true confession last week was neither do I. So I love to do all of the attraction, warm attraction things that bring business over time. But I still find a place for cold calling in my life um, to fill in any gaps, right? And to make sure I have a consistent, predictable income. So I'll, I'll, so last week, we started talking about how do we um, take cold or warm leads, right? People that have raised their hand and asked for either a home valuation or a cash offer for their home because I run both kinds of ads. Um, How do we take them and convert them? How do we reach out to them, get them on a phone appointment and then get into their house so that we can list their property, right? So that was what we talked a lot about. And what what, what some of the questions that I got during that were, well, how do we do that for other lead source types? So I want to talk about that today. So I have um, today, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my topics for call scripting today around what some of you asked for. So last week, some of you asked for expireds. How would we handle expireds? So I promised to cover that today. I also promised to cover um, some circle prospecting if we're just and, and, and talk about what that is. So I'll cover that as well. I don't know if we'll have time. We only have, we have 25 minutes. So I don't know if we'll have time for FISBOs. If we don't, 
we'll make a part three and we'll do Fizbo's for next week. So, um, so hold that thought. We'll see how far we get. I'm going to jump right in. Hi, Allie. So I see some haze in the chat. Also, if you're here live and you have a question while I'm talking, I talk a lot and I know I talk fast. So just unmute and interrupt. This is a group effort. So if you're here with us, just ask a question, just jump in and ask. So let me kick it off with expires. Anybody that's on here that I can see um, ever, any of you ever call expired? No, nobody ever called expired. Okay. So let's talk about that because there was a time where I didn't call anybody. So I never called expires at one point as well, but I do call them now. And don't tell me there's no expires. There's a ton now because the market is shifting. So there's expires now. And I will tell you, even in 2021, there were expires. There weren't as many as previous years, but they were out there. Um, we always have the agent or the client, you know, it's not always the agent's fault, the client that overpriced the property. And even in the busiest market on the in the universe, an overpriced property won't always sell. So it's just, it's you can't count on it just because you have the traffic. So um, I saw some expired listings and was able to list some of those, even in our busiest market. And a lot of us are calling 2020 and 2021, some of our, our busiest markets that some of us have ever seen. Um, and so if that's true for you, I listed expireds during that time. So I'm just here to tell you that it happens. Um, and now the market is shifting. So are we feeling the shifts in our market? So we should see more properties coming to market, more listings, more inventory than we had before. Uh, that's one thing that I know I'm seeing in, in my market. I have two markets, two Midwestern markets, Illinois and Indiana. And then I have an extension team um, that is in that Maryland, Pennsylvania, uh, DC area. Um, and I'm always talking to a lot of you across the country. And so I think we're all feeling the shift. So we're seeing more listings on the market. And because of that, we're seeing some sell and some expire, not sell. And we still have a healthy amount of buyers shopping um, in the market, which is great, but we are seeing sellers negotiate. If you were new in the market the last two years, maybe you didn't know there were price reductions, but there are, right? And when you, you can negotiate, so now you get a chance. If you didn't get a chance over the last couple of years, now you get a chance to work with your negotiation skills and get your buyers some concessions, right? Some closing cost credits, some home warranties, whatever it is that you and buyer want to do. So those are all really good reasons why we should be looking at expired listings. So where do we get expired listings from? Come well, um, you Stay can... Over here. I hear somebody. You can use a... Um, you can use a system where you can purchase um, very inexpensively just the expired listings every day. Um, that's one way to do it. So a system like RedX, that's what I use. I use a, co a company called RedX. There are others. I used in the past something called Cole Realty Resource. I really like RedX. I feel like for me, the data has been um, the most reliable and the most complete where I'm getting actually getting phone numbers and things like that. So that's one way to do it. If you say, Amy, I, I can't do that. I have no money to buy anything, right? I can't spend any dollars. You can look in your MLS for expired listings every day and you can go knock on the door, sweat equity, right? Oh, now I'm talking about knocking on the door and not making a phone call. That's is that worse? I don't know. Maybe it's better. Maybe it's not. But I'm saying there is the only thing that gets in your way is you, 
right? When I started in the business, I didn't have any money to spend either. And I had six months to replace the six-figure income or I had to go back to work because that was a deal that I made with my family. So I had to knock on doors, right? I had to go do sweat equity things until I had dollars to reinvest in my business. So if you don't have money, you can still do this, okay? You can also call. You can also look at the expired listings, get on the white pages, try to find people's phone numbers. Google is my friend. I have found lots of phone numbers that way too. It is not the easiest. It takes longer. But where if you have a service like Red X, um, they will provide you the listing, the expired listings every day. You have the address minimally. You'll get email addresses and phone numbers. And then it's just about getting on the phone and having a conversation using your personality. Okay, using your personality. When I do something new for the first time, like have a new script, I use a script that others that I respect in the industry have used successfully, right? And I start out with their script, but I always insert my personality. So the things you're going to hear me say and any scripts that we share with age, as a result of this agent power huddle, I want you to take them and use the main components of them. But I also want you to put your personality and the language you would use. So if, if somebody's script says, dude, and I don't naturally use the word dude, I'm not going to use that in the script because that's not how I talk. So I'm going to sound really awkward using that word in a conversation, even with a stranger. So it's got to be how I would talk. Okay. And also, I really, this is a skill set, but I really say whenever you're calling and you're talking, you want to get your scripts conversational right? I'm very conversational in my approach when I'm working with anybody. So I always try to just make it feel like we're having a conversation. Now, in my head, there's strategy. I know what I want to talk about. I know the components I want to hit, but I want it to be conversational for the client and for me so they become comfortable with me and they begin to learn to trust me, even if they don't know me. So um, expireds, you know, I'll start the script off with, I always introduce who I am and disclose that I'm a realtor. That's how I start the call. So if I was calling Jess, just because I can see you in your fabulous pink office uh, with your follow your heart sign, which makes me so happy, I'm going to use you, Jess. So if I called you, Jess, and you answered the phone, what you would hear is, hi, hi, is this Jess? Okay, great. Hi, this is Amy with EXP Realty. How are you today? And you might answer me. I'm great. What do you want? <laughs> oh, awesome. Hey, are you getting a lot of calls today from realtors, Jess? Yes, it's crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. And here I am. I'm one of them. It is a little bit crazy. Um, well, okay. So, you know, your home came up as an expired listing today. Yes. Yeah. So uh, hopefully I'm not the lucky 10th agent, you know, calling you like on the radio, like on the radio shows, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm curious, if you sold your home, Jess, where where would you have gone? Um, we're looking to relocate to be by oh. our, our kids. Oh, great. So you're looking to relocate. How soon did you need to be there? Um, well, we needed to be there as soon as possible, but, you know, it didn't work out. Ouch. I'm sorry that happened. Hey, just out of curiosity, what do you think uh, created the, what do you think stopped your home from selling? 
Um, well, the agent told us that not many people came to look at it. Oh my goodness. Did they give you any feedback as to why that would be? No, he just said we didn't get many views. Oh my goodness. All right. So, uh, was there anything that you liked that the last agent did? He seems pretty knowledgeable. He made getting the house on the market fairly easy. Yeah. And if I had a buyer for your house, Joss, would you want to meet them and hear about that? Sure. If you want to bring your buyer, but I mean, a couple of other people have said that too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you, so you do still want to sell your house? Yes. Okay. Awesome. So what do you expect from the next agent that sells your house for you? To sell it. Awesome. Of course you want them to sell it. You want traffic, right? So you mm-hmm. can get it, you can get it sold for a great price. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm going to be in your area this afternoon and I do have a really strong marketing plan that I'd love to present to you. And I have some ideas in the market of maybe why your home maybe hasn't sold. From what I can see, it looks really great. And I think that you should have had a buyer by now. I'd love to come through and go over that with you today. Are you home today at three or is six better? Um, I can do 530, but I only have 30 minutes. Perfect. That's all I need. I'll see you at 530. And you know, when I come, I'm going to bring some information on buyers in my database that I think might be a fit as well. How's that sound? That sounds good. Okay, I'll see you at 530. Thanks, Jess. End call. So, so I have a script in front of me, right? That one of my mentors gave me, I probably have four of them. So, and so I, I purposely held that up. Now, did I go over every question in the script? And I will share scripts, by the way, with you guys. No, I didn't go over every question in the script. Basically, I want to get the person on the phone to talk to me. I want to, even if they say, I'm in a hurry, I don't have time. I want to keep them talking to me, not hanging up on me, right? Um, And I just want to get the appointment. I just want to go over and take a look at the house. Um, And so I am going to use different components of that script every time. But the things that are always going to be the same is I'm going to tell them who I am, try to connect with them a little bit on the phone, um, get them telling me what happened with their house and kind of so I can hear you know, any motivation, any frustration and kind of figure out where they're at. I want to establish that they do want to sell their house because sometimes people expire them and they've just, the seller has changed their mind. They really should have withdrawn them in our system, right? But they've expired them. And so the seller will go, I'm not selling this year. Oh, okay. So let's talk about that. So I want to understand that. And if they're not selling, I want to get them to tell me when they are selling. So kind of what changed if I can, because I want to follow up. So even if I don't get the appointment today and I don't get the listing today, I want to follow up. And most importantly, I want to show them how how I could sell their house. So probably I have an opinion. You guys have an opinion when you look at these houses, why they didn't sell. You know, you can see a lot from pictures. You can see the price. You know the area. You can see the comp. So it could have been, typically I find it's overpriced. So, or when I get there, there's something that I didn't see in the pictures that becomes an issue. But even I would say condition issues, unless they're terrible, condition issues typically don't out, are typically okay to over, you can overcome condition issues if your price is right. So I usually find it's a price issue. Not always, but usually. And then I like to talk to them about how I market. Um, So if I can get my foot in the door, then I can talk to them about all of those things. So all I'm trying to do is connect with them on the phone and get them to let me come in their house. Okay. Um, I have a question. Yeah. I have a couple of questions. Is now the right time to ask or should I wait? Jump right in. Okay. So 
the the information that you're sharing about the script, um, the good news is I've I've practiced that script, but I don't really do much cold calling. I do more sphere stuff. And that doesn't mean I won't. Um, I've heard the best time to call is usually in the morning. But what's important to me, and I'm sure it'll vary with every person. How many calls do you make usually before you make an appointment? And how many calls does it take in order for you to convert into a transaction? So those are great questions. When I'm calling through a list of people I don't know, strangers, I find that 50 calls helps me make about 20 connections if they're answering the phone, right? So Mm -hmm. I could get 50 voicemails. I'm not Mm -hmm. counting those in those numbers, right? So it doesn't mean I just made 50 calls. So I may have made 100, but only gotten, or 200, right? And only gotten 50 people to call. So I would say 50 50 contacts helps me get about 20 connections. Um, From 20 connections, I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to take, I'm hoping that half of them, right? I will get appointments immediately with half of them. That's my hope. Um, what do I get? I probably do get appointments for about half of those people that I talk to. They're not, here's the difference, just they're not always immediate. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when I call someone, I count it as an appointment if I have to follow up and get it later. So I just want to point that out. So I know I get very focused personally on, I want the appointment today. So like in that scenario, we just did, you gave me an appointment today. Sure. If you had said, we're going to hold off and sell in January, I would have dug deeper to find out why. And I would have gotten permission to stay in touch with you between now and then, but I still would have asked to stop by to meet you and drop off some information for the future, which okay. you probably would have let me do that, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, And if you told me, no, you didn't allow me to come over, I still would have said, I'm going to drop off some information. I won't bother you. Right. And again, you probably wouldn't have said, don't drop any information off that would help me. Right. You wouldn't have said that. So um, I count an appointment if I get them to let me come over right now or later. So that's how I count my appointments. So, and then I will say too, some of these are two-step appointments. So my numbers tend to be 50 calls, 20 contacts, 10 appointments, five or six listings. Okay. It could be over the course of not really three months or six months. It's just, it eventually turns into a transaction, right? Yeah, I would say that. I would say, and so I don't make 50 calls every day. I might make 30 today. So it might take me two days, depending on what other appointments I have. And when I'm calling, like right now, I have I have quite a few listings coming to market and a few buyers. Um, so I may not like today I won't make any calls. That's the truth. I won't make any calls today, but I'll have time tomorrow. So tomorrow, if I make, I'll I'll likely make my 50 calls tomorrow. Um, okay. So if I make my 50 calls tomorrow, and there might not be 50 expired. So by the way, okay. these are just calls. So if there's 10 expires, I'm calling 10 expires, 10 sphere, maybe 10 of my cash offer people. So it's a mix. But I would say if I call 50, I usually will get 20 connections, 10 appointments, five or six listings. That's how I find it to break down for me. Let me say this. In the beginning, I wasn't getting people. When I first started to do this, I wasn't great at it. And I still don't think I'm great at it, right? I think I'm better, right? I think I get better every time I do it. Um, But my conversion has gone up over time. 
So some of this is skill set as our skill set too. So if we're really great at a certain call type, we're making a lot of those, we're going to find ourselves setting more of those appointments. If I'm not really great or don't have a great mindset around a certain call type, like expires, for example, if I don't, it's not something I haven't done a lot of and I don't feel great about it, um, it may take me a while to get the conversion. So, but if you keep doing it, you'll get the conversion. Did that help? Did I answer all your questions? Tremendously. I do have one more question, if that's okay. Um, yeah. What percentage of your business is expired? Um, I'd say 10% right now. And one, that's because there's not a lot of them, although there are some. There's less than I saw in 2018, 2019, and even the first quarter of 2020. Uh-huh. But I think that that'll grow. And so I think it'll go back to about 20% of my business. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah. And so if you ask me that question, if you asked me three years ago where my business comes from, I would have said like 98%, you know, 99% referral, which I think is great and commendable. And I still have a high per- referral percentage, mm-hmm. but I do have I did find the need in 2020, especially um, when a lot of my personal sphere folks took a break with everything happening in the world, I did find a need to meet more strangers. Yeah, this is where I'm like, oh, I got to get really good at a lot of different things. And one of them, not all of them, but one of them was getting on the phones. Gotcha. Oh, well, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing all of that information. Um, It's really helpful. Thank you for asking. Okay, let's talk about um, another script. So for expires, it's which is real simple, but another way that I might... um, I have and I might address expireds is when I called Jess in that example before, I'll call Janelle this time. I see Janelle on here. I know you, Janelle. So Janelle, if you if you're available to play with me, if not, it's okay. I'll just do, I'll do your part too. I can do it. <laughs> okay, good. I didn't know if you were in a spot where you could do it. Um, so okay, so uh ring ring and your Janelle answers and I say, Hey, is this Janelle? Yeah, this is Janelle. Hey, Janelle, it's Amy Izzo with eXp Realty. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Hey, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I saw that your home came up as an expired listing earlier this year. So I was just circling back around with you to check in and see how things are going. Um, I haven't found a realtor that I want to even attempt to re- like list my house with again. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Hey, no pressure for me. Just out of curiosity, uh, are you still interested in selling your home then at some point soon? If the right opportunity comes, sure. But at this point, I haven't heard, like I've had a lot of realtors lie to me, so I don't know what to trust. Oh my goodness. What kind of lies do you feel like they've told you? I feel like a lot of realtors have told me they have clients that want to buy my house but then when I like start talking to them they are just trying to find people as I give them my attention I gotcha so they're you feel like they're coming to the table with buyers but they're not really buyers and then they're just out looking once they get your business correct okay well I could that would be disappointing to me too I would want to know going in who I'm working with if they have a real buyer or not and even just know their name, right? And see them come through and take a look at my property. No guarantee they'd love it, right? But I'd love to at least, you know, see that my realtor is bringing in the uh, the real buyer that they told me about. Is that how you're, th- is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. Hey, so if, 
if you if I did find a buyer for your property, by the way, I don't know in this example that I have an exact buyer for your property, um, but I do have a database of some buyers that I think your property would be a fit for once I learn a little bit more about it from you. So at least wanted to call you to make sure before I start pitching this to any buyers, I just wanted to make sure that um, you you do still want to sell it, you know, in this time and like now in this time frame in this fall time frame. Yes, that is correct. I would like oh. to still sell my property. I just need somebody that I can trust to represent me and have my best interest at heart. And I feel like I haven't found that. I got you, Janelle. I understand. If I brought someone through the home that wanted to purchase it, what would be your plan? Where would you go? Um, I haven't figured that part out yet. I had a place I was interested in when we first went on the market, but of course, because my property didn't sell, that fell through. So I would still need to find another property to live in. Gotcha. And do you have an idea of where the, where you want to live? Where was that other property at? Yeah, I wanted to downsize and go to Alexandria, Virginia. Okay, awesome. Very good. Um, that's how, that sounds like it would be amazing. What's the reason for the downsize? Um, my kids are gone, so just don't need as much space. Okay. Yeah. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, just have a little bit more space or a little less space, have it be a little bit more manageable for you. Correct. Okay. That's exciting. All right. Well, how do you have a time? I know you, I know you probably wanted to move when you listed the house before, but do you have a time frame in mind? Like ideally that you'd like to be in the new area? Um, at this point, if I could get there before winter. I'd be a happy person. Okay. Well, hey, the good news is it's still a busy market here in September, and we're still going to have some busy fall time here. So what I'd like to do, Janelle, is I'd like to take a look at my database, pulls out some real buyers that I think might be a fit. And I'd like to come by, I'll be in the area this afternoon. I'd like to come by this afternoon and talk with you a little bit more about those specific buyers and also talk to you about um, how we get homes sold in this market and maybe you know chat about um, what that would look like if we could bring you someone. Would you be available today around four? Um, can we do six o'clock? Okay, I'll be in the area for a few hours. So I could do six o'clock today. All right, that works for me. Okay, I'll see you then. Thanks, Janelle. No problem. So once I get the appointment, guys, this is just me. I end the call. <laughs> like, I'll see you then because I like to be in person and I can get a lot done in person. So not everyone does that. Not everyone approaches it that way, but that I do. So whenever you hear me, it doesn't matter who I'm calling. It doesn't matter the kind of lead. As soon as I get the appointment, I, I hang up and I go see them at that particular time. In this case, it was an older expired. So I'm just saying, hey, you've been expired for a while. Do you still want to sell? I really will. This is why your CRM is important. I really will check my database for all these expires and see if I can bring them people that I think might be a fit. I make no guarantees if that person can buy the house or not. And if I search the bank database and I have nobody, I will tell them, okay, I don't have anybody in my database right now that's a great fit. Here's what happens. As you use your CRM over time and you build it, you find somebody that it might be a fit for in your database. So if you're not using a CRM and everything is in your magical phone, that's where you have a hard time because you can't really talk about that. So um, I try to listen to what their challenges were. And if I can overcome it, I will. I really leverage my database a lot with all kind, all lead types, but especially 
um, with any with any kind of sellers, with any kind of sellers, because there's generally someone in there I can bring through, whether they buy it or not is another thing. So, but there's generally somebody I can bring through. In all cases, I want to list the property for them and help them get it sold. Um, if that's what makes sense for them. So, and, and if it doesn't make sense right now, I want to establish the relationship and follow up so that later on I can get the listing. So I'm focused on um, the outcome for the seller. Yes, I want the listing, but I'm focused on the outcome for the seller. So that makes me excited to either get the listing now or get the listing later. So um, what I do find is a lot of these appointments are two-step appointments, especially if they're not ready to relist right away. Um, but most do want to sell and have motivation to sell. So they will list with an agent that gets out there and connects with them, shows them what they can really do, and they feel as honest with them. So hopefully that's me when it, when I'm going on those appointments, and hopefully that's you when you guys are going on your appointments. So um, that is my time. So I totally lied. I said, oh, we can get through circle prospecting too. Or what did I say? Yeah, I did say that, didn't I? No, we cannot. <laughs> Guess what next week is? Next week, we'll talk circle prospecting. <laughs> Lisa, that's my topic for next week. <laughs> I'll try to get you the next couple of weeks as well. So circle prospecting is next week. We will continue the phone script series Wednesday to Wednesday until we hit all the lead types. As always, you guys, if you need anything, um, you can message me. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram. You can message me. Um, let me know if there's anything specific you want me to cover in the future, whether it's call scripting or any other topics, and I will add them in. And if it's not my expertise, I will get the expert and bring them on. So sounds good. Have a great day, everybody. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.